It's Thursday, which as we know is the third day. Monday, one day, Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, when, what day, Thursday, the third day. There's a 90s reference for you, you can have that. It's time for another travel log. If you are in, why do I always want to say Hampshire? I don't know, it's just nice to say. If you are in, hmm, Barking. Yeah, that's a real place name. Place in London, I believe. If you're in Barking and you are embarking on a trip from work to your house and you're listening to this, maybe on the tube, you're on the tube. <laughs> if you are in, let's think about this. If you're in Collingwood, right? That's in Melbourne. And you're just walking down, walking down the road towards Brunswick Street. You're thinking, man, I'm going to the veggie bar. That's where I'm going. <laughs> then I invite you to join me. I am still in Figuera de Foz. I think that's how they say it here. And uh, it's, it's exactly the same as how it was last week. <laughs> so it's been ridiculously stormy here. And it will be stormy for the next, like, two weeks, something like that. And I said to myself, I was going to try and stop saying like, and you know, I sound like a California millennial, you know, and you know, I'm obviously still going to trip over my words, you know, I said, you know, God damn, this is going to be difficult. It's like in season one or season two, when I kept on saying, I love it. <laughs> like all the time. I sounded like Leslie Nielsen. Anyway. <laughs> so over this past week, I have been mainly working I've been, I know, tell me about it. I've been mainly working because uh, it's nice to get ahead of things, you know. If you don't know, I am a, uh, what's my title? Executive producer is actually my title, but I, I still don't know. I've never known what that is. And I still, even though I am one, I still don't know what that is. So that's what I am. <laughs> and so uh, we have a company that produces podcasts. We have like a billion of them and uh, we do that. It's fun. So I've been getting ahead and work and it's been weird, man. I've been waking up at like eight. I said like again, God damn it. Okay. <laughs> I've been waking up at around eight or nine or something like that. That one's okay because it's in the middle of a sentence. <laughs> and I'm not, man, this nine to five stuff, I can't do it. I can't do it, man. I think maybe I've been living life outside of it for too long and it hasn't even been that long. But I don't know, man, I can't do it. I wake up at like eight or nine. And then, you know that feeling, okay, you know that feeling when you wake up, your alarm goes off, you wake up, you look at your alarm and go, oh, and you're so tired and like, oh, I did it again. <laughs> and you're so tired and you're thinking, there you go, and you're thinking, man, I just want to just, I'll just close my eyes. I'll just close my eyes for a second. I do that every morning. <laughs> and you know, oh, what about that feeling when you wake up and it's like, uh, Okay, I'm just going to try and phase it out naturally, but yeah. So you wake up and it's, uh, and but you've woken up before your alarm. It's uh, it's like I'm going to keep the keep that one in. It's it's like five a.m. or something or four a.m. and randomly you've woken up before your alarm. You look at your phone or whatever and you go, oh yes, and that amazing feeling, and you get to go back to sleep. Ah, oh. so that's the way I like to live. I like to have that feeling even if it's nine in the morning, you know. So, yeah, I've been working and it's it's okay. It's okay, you know, getting the stuff done so I can 
reap the benefits, I suppose. And that's the point of work, you know, doing stuff that, in fact, no, I like, I don't like when people say I like my work, but I do like my work. <laughs> but, but getting stuff done that you don't particularly want to do with your time so that you can then enjoy your other time in a way that makes sense to me. And uh, it's been very, not lonely, but alone <laughs> here. I've had one visitor in the past week. She was nice. Her name was Tata, <laughs> which is fun because like, it made me feel like, uh, what's his name? Uh, what's his name? The bloke with a mustache played by that Brazilian guy in that TV show. But like was a real bloke. Pablo Escobar, there you go. His missus was called uh, Tata. So, yeah, anyway. <laughs> so today, today what I'd like to talk about, because not much has happened, as you, as you can tell. Right? Today what I'd like to talk about is methods of travel. Right? And what I mean by that is like transport, you know. It's like the way to do it. How you get from A to B, right? So... I've got a bit of a list here. I haven't even bothered numbering them. <laughs> you know me. So here are the methods of travel, right? Number one, why am I saying numbers? Number one <laughs> is the good old plane, good old Flugzeug. <laughs> bit German for you. You can keep that. <laughs> so the plane, uh, this is for, say for example, you're going from your home in Texas and you're heading down to Mexico, right? And then you're staying in the same place. And then maybe from Mexico, you'll move on. You'll go to Colombia for a bit, right? Pablo Escobar coming back in a conversation. <laughs> and then you stay there for a bit and then you go somewhere else, right? You can see the obvious drawback. <laughs> the fact that you're, you're going, you're, you're limited to places that have airports, right? It's like you can only go to places that have, have airports. And then if you want to fly out and you're only using planes, then you have to stay in that place, right? If you don't, then you have to use one of these other methods of travel, <laughs> right? So there are, are there benefits to this one? I don't know. I guess it depends on your style of travel. If you like cities, if you want to go to say Paris and then you want to go to Rome and then you want to, you know what I mean? And you want to hit all those places, then I don't see why it's not a viable reason, you know? It's, oh, I said you know again. <laughs> I, I, I'm just going to assume that you do know, right? That's, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> so if you're just hitting those places, then it kind of works. I almost said it again. <laughs> if you're going to Paris, then you're going to whatever. Right, right, right. But yeah, I can see obvious drawbacks in the way that I think, well, I know that some of the best times that I've had during travel haven't been the cities. In fact, yeah, maybe all of the best times that I've had during travel haven't been the cities. Because I find that when you go out of the cities, it becomes more real. It becomes less plastic. You begin to see fewer and fewer Apple shops. And you begin to see more and more real people doing real people things, right? That's what I think anyway. But like I said, if you're a fan of cities, if you're a fan of things like that, then I can't fault you. You know, do what you want. I don't care. <laughs> Next, we have public transport. This is an incredibly popular one. This is one that probably most people do when they're, when they're traveling. 
especially if you're, if you're in somewhere like Asia or, you know, if you're in Thailand, Vietnam, in, uh, India, somewhere like that. And in fact, anywhere in the world, you can get from anywhere to anywhere else using public transport. In fact, when I'm, uh, whenever I fly back to the UK, <laughs> I always feel weird when I walk into like wherever I'm staying in the UK, like my mom's place or whatever, you know, because I'm homeless. <laughs> so I always feel weird when I go there because I feel like, and I know because it, it is the case, that when I left where I was in whatever country I was in, right, and then <laughs> it's one entire journey of public transport. Right, so it's like I leave the uh, I don't know hotel, hostel, wherever, couch surfing, Airbnb, whatever I'm in, right, and then I immediately get on, you know, the underground. Not, not, not they don't have underground. Oh, no, they do have underground subways. There, there you go. I get on the metro or whatever, and then that takes me to like a bus place, and then I take the the shuttle bus to the airport, and then I get on the plane, and then I go all the way to you know, and then I stop in uh, you know Heathrow a lot of the time even though I'm from the Midlands. Uh, from Heathrow, you get the old uh, bus to the other end of Heathrow, even though I like to walk that, you know. If you guys know Heathrow, you know, getting from, uh, what's called platform? Platform? Do they have platforms? No. What are they called? I should know this. I don't know. Number three. <laughs> what are they called? Gate. There you go. Is it gate? No, it's not gate. No, never mind. Get from number three to number one. You can either take a little bus, which everyone does, or you can walk it. Walking it's amazing because no one else walks it. So you're just walking this giant thing by yourself. Oh, it's great fun. Anyway, so what was I saying? Yeah, and then I get that, you know, walk from there to there. And then from Heathrow, you get the, uh, the what's it called, the tube. And then you get the tube to Euston. And then you get to Euston. Then you take the train from Euston up to Stafford. And then you get the bus from Stafford to Newport. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like so all the way from leaving that Airbnb in whatever country or continent I may be in to arriving at that door, it's 100% public transport. It's one big, giant public transport journey. So it's entirely possible, right? It's more than possible. It's doable. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's It's just a simile. Anyway. So yeah, public transport is, is very popular because it can be extremely cheap as well inexpensive, especially in somewhere like Asia, like in India, right? I went from uh, Delhi to Rishikesh on the bus, seven hour bus journey, £2.41, £2.41. Like in dollars, that's like what? $4 tops for a seven hour bus journey. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so, there are definite benefits to it. And I was thinking about this because um, Sean was talking about he's going to Portugal soon or next year or this year this year i believe and so he was thinking oh you know what should i do should i rent a car should i you know do all this should i walk it should i <laughs> take public transport or... and so public transport seemed like a very good option because you can get anywhere to anywhere it's cheap it's easy you know it's going to be there you don't have to worry about anything breaking down you don't have to worry about insuring anything you know and you're always going to have a, a method from point A to point B. Right. Let's get on to number three. Arguably a more exciting one. Bicycle. Bicycle. Right. <laughs> That's a Queen reference. There you go. So bicycle. Now this I've seen a few times. And a past guest. Oh, so bad at names. Laura. Laura. We're halfway there. Laura, Laura Bingham. Hey, where was that in my brain? Right. So Laura Bingham, she went from the very west of South America to the very 
east of South America on a bicycle, right? And she did it using no money, no money whatsoever. She had no money, you know, no food with her and stuff like that. And yeah, she, so she she relied on on strangers basically to kind of to help her along and they gave her food you know they stocked her up with food and they she stayed at all their places and stuff and everyone just wanted to help out right and if you want to hear that it's uh could be episode it could be season two it could be season three somewhere like that laura bingham her name is and so yeah bicycle you have this is this is we're getting into the the kind of the avenue of freedom now because when you're on a bicycle, in fact, no, when you're not on a bicycle, when you're doing public transport, right, you're, you're kind of limited. Well, you are limited unless you go on a big old walk, but you're limited to where the public transport is. There has to be a bus route where you are. There has to be, you know, you have to be able to get to the tram, <laughs> you know. So when you're on a bike, that doesn't matter. You can go anywhere. You can, you can literally go anywhere. You can, especially a bicycle, you can ride to the, to the end of a pier, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you're, you're at the end of the country. You can ride into some, anything you can fit down, you can ride down, you know? So it's, it has that, and it's more of a feeling. It has that feeling of freedom. And I mean, bicycles nowadays, right? There's a lot of people that travel with bicycles and you can load them up, man. Uh, you can have panniers on the back. You can have a big bag on the front, another big bag on the back. And, and you're sorted. You got all the water, you got all the food, you got a tent so you can stay wherever you like. You can, you know, you can ride off into the desert and then you can go and stay in a tent there. You can do what you want. It's, you, you can absolutely do what you want on a bike and you ain't paying for any fuel. So it's free. It's literally, it's powered by you. And so it's entirely free. And so there's nothing to pay for. After you bought the bike, there's nothing to pay for. So it's a free method of travel. It's free in another sense of the word being as it's the feeling of freedom. So it's very, very good. The only drawback, the only drawback is that it's kind of, well, it's a drawback and a positive. It's, it's a lot of work <laughs> pedaling all day, you know, so you're doing like eight hour journey or <laughs> whatever. That'd be ridiculous. But, but biking all day, imagine going to the gym, right? <laughs> and then just getting on uh, one of those, one of those bikes, you know, and then just pedaling for hours, right? <laughs> I know people actually do that, but uh, it's just like that. But, you know, maybe every day. But that's cool. That's also a positive. You know, you stay. That's definitely a positive. You're staying in shape, man. You're getting your exercise in and you get into some cool places and you have freedom. Man, bicycle's the way and it's free. Bicycle's the way. Bicycle's the way. Right. Let's get on to the next one. It is walking. Andando. Fikempe. <laughs> uh Zufus. There you go. Can't think of any anymore. That's it. That's all you got. So walking. <laughs> walking is like biking. Hayden Lee, 2018. <laughs> walking is like biking, but slower. <laughs> That's a better one. Hayden Lee, 2018. <laughs> because you have all that freedom, right? There are more drawbacks, though. It's slower. It's, let's see, it's slower. You can fit less stuff because you have to carry the stuff. Your bike can't carry the weight of the stuff. So if you have a bag, which you will, there's always a bag on you. 
that could be a positive because it's also exercise. But there's a there's a bag on you, and that's kind of heavy. So you know, you bike can't take the load. It's definitely slower. But I guess there are positives in the way that if you're walking along, if you're on a bike, ain't no one gonna pick you up. If you're walking along, you could hitchhike. You know. I guess there are more positives. A lot of people do walking. Say, for example, a Camino de Santiago, right? Which is obviously not said in a Brazilian accent. And, um, <laughs> and so the Camino de Santiago, right? You can either start, if you don't know what this is, in fact, you can go back and listen. About season, goddamn, season one, potentially, with Linda and I want to say Chris Martin, but it's not. That's the bloke from Coldplay. <laughs> Linda and Craig Martin. Is it even Martin? Pretty sure it is. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, those guys from the Indie Travel Podcast. Memories working on overtime today. So they uh, they had a... Was this about the Camino? Yeah, it was. So they, they talked about the Camino de Santiago. But it's basically Santiago, I think the place is called. And that's like in the on the west coast of Spain, up in the north west. Is that right? I don't know. And so they go, I'm sure it is. So they go there, but you can either start from some place in France, near the Pyrenees, I think, or you can do the Portuguese way in Portugal, or you can do some other ways, the Spanish way, I think there is. And there's loads of different ways you can you can do this walk. It's a popular walk that people do, right? And so the, the I think the story is, it's like that's where they thought the world ended or something. I mean, like like literally, like you know that's the the end the physical end of the world right and so people would people would do that walk they'd do that pilgrimage because you end up in a cathedral of scent whoever you know and so and so a lot of people do this uh, do this walk right and this cool thing about it as well which kind of highlights the benefits of walking as well so on this camino i believe you get some sort of document kind of like a passport right and then you can stay at these places along the way, like for a night, you know, at the end of the day, you can go check into one of these places, right? And then you check out the following day, right? And you can see on your route where you stayed and everything like that. I think it's free or cheap anyway. And so a lot of people do this walk and that's also a benefit of walking. You can just stop somewhere and stay. I guess you can do that on a bike as well. But yeah, a lot of people enjoy the walking. A lot of people enjoy the challenge of a walk as well, because it also has that. It's like, it's like if you if you drive a car or whatever from you know the top end of a country to a bottom, to a bottom, <laughs> to the bottom of the country. It's like cool, well done, <laughs> nicely done. That must have been boring, you know. But if you walk it, it's like wow, nice one, man, nice one. In fact, that's actually something from Alan Partridge. <laughs> he's got this because he is imagine this he's got like a radio show and he's got this bloke on that's doing all this bicycling bicycling i love that word and so uh and he's like yeah you know we've got these kids doing land's end to john groats which is basically the top end of the uk to the bottom end and alan partridge is like oh yeah yeah plan on doing that uh next year he's like oh cool you're doing it on a bike he's like no no toyota revensis you know <laughs> it's like yeah that's it's not so impressive but if you're walking it it's like, man, that's cool. That's like a, that's a journey. That's a trip. That's a journey you write about. That's a journey that people read about. That's something that you've done, you know, this, which is why I like this trip that I'm doing now, which is why I went back to Gibraltar, <laughs> realizing that it's a country because I want to do every country in the main, in mainland Europe on the bike. I mean, I know, uh, like I said, on a motorized vehicle isn't so cool, <laughs> but, uh, but it's like, yeah, that's the journey. It's, it's, it's an event, 
you know, and you get that with bicycling. I'm always going to say that word. And walking as well, you know. Hello, everyone. This is future me, right? So you just heard me talking then. That was past me, right? I suppose this is also present me because it's me talking right now. But this is me after saying uh, what you will hear after what I'm saying now, right? So it's, it's future me, but it's also present. And it's also past by the time you hear this, right? <laughs> so I forgot to say during the recorded, I've, I've already recorded the episode. This is, fu- this is weird, isn't it? So this is future me, right? <laughs> and so <laughs> I'm going to get off that now. So I forgot to say that. And I really wanted to say this. We have, for this episode, for the first time in Travel Stories Podcast history, we have an advertisement. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. He's a shell. He's finally done it. It's all about the money. <laughs> There's a twist. There's a twist. This is the advertisement. Do you create things? <laughs> Oh man, I'm going to do it. Do you create things? Are you a creator in a sense? Are you an artist? Do you like to, uh, other word for create things? Are you a musician? Are you an artist? Are you a writer? Do you produce things? Right? Do you miss the dulcet tones? The fantastic timbre of Mr. Cody Crabbe? the composer for the show. I know I do. I know I do. <laughs> well, if the answer to any of these questions is yes, then you will enjoy the brand new podcast from a Senor Cody Crab and his... <laughs> I can never do adverts. And his co-host, Rachel. The podcast is called Create Loud. Create loud. If you are a creator, you will love this. They are doing interviews with composers, with artists, with musicians, with anyone in the creative field. And they, as you know, understand what it's like to be a creator. They understand what it's like to live in this creative world, to try and make it in this creative avenue with all the outlets that you may or may not have. And they will be talking a lot about this. Cody Crabbe is an amazing guy. As you know, if you've been listening for a while, you will know that he's one of the greatest people in the world, right? He's up there with Mandela. You know what I'm saying? If you haven't heard, if you haven't heard him, listen to any of our unpacking episodes. They're amazingly fun, by the way. And so, yeah, Create Loud. You can find it anywhere you're listening to this podcast, right? So, in fact, let's do this now, right? If you're not in the car, which you probably are, but if you're, you're seeing it on tube or something, right? Get your phone out, right? Get your phone out. I'll wait. Out of pocket, come on. Okay, right. Open a podcast app. I'm going to imagine you've got an iPhone, right? Open a podcast app, right? You know which app it is, right? Go to search, right? Hit search. You there? Yeah? Okay. If you're not... All right. I know you haven't been doing it up to this point, right? You've just been going, all right, get on with it. Actually do it now, right? Get it out. Hit search. All right. Search. I'll do it with you. Search create loud. Create. Can't spell loud. All right. Here we go. And it's the one with Rachel and Cody Crab. There we go. Create loud. It's like uh, white lettering, bit of paint splatters, you know? Really nice artwork. Hit that. Hit subscribe. Have a listen. There you go. That's our advertisement, advertisement for this week. <laughs> Are you a creator? I love it. I love it. Anyway, 
Let's get back into this. Let's get back into past me, which is also... No, it's just past me, actually. Let's get back into past me, right? I'll hand it over to that bloke, right? He, oh, I, in fact, I know how it goes from now, so I can, I can let you know. Um, he goes on, on um, the word yuppie kind of makes him go on at him, makes him go on a, like, like a big tangent about American Psycho and his old band. And he goes on a lot. Of, you already know this. He goes on a lot of tangents. He's doing it now. So there we go. Let's get back into it. All right. See you guys later. So the next one, I kind of almost went into it, which is hitchhiking. Now, you know, I'm all about the hitchhiking. All about the hitchhiking, right? We only have to go back to Linus doing his hitchhiking journey from Austria to Morocco. I don't know where he is right now, actually. What? I think he's back in Austria. Who knows? And so, yeah, so hitchhiking is amazing. <laughs> in fact, there's another, wow, there's another episode about this. Jason Moore. That could be season three, I guess. Jason Moore talked about hitchhiking and that's a brilliant, brilliant story about it, actually. So whenever, what's the word? Non-travelers, let's call them. <laughs> whenever the normies, right? <laughs> whenever they think of hitchhiking, they think of, you know, horror movies, of course. <laughs> you go there, there's a bloke in the, in the van. It's always a truck, obviously. There's a bloke in a truck. He's like, hey, get in the truck, you know? And I don't know why he's Southern American. I don't know. And so, <laughs> and so he's, like, he's like, yeah, get in. And then you get in the truck and he's like, ah, no, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> I don't know. So, but that that's, <laughs> that's not what I've seen to be the case, right? <laughs> Now, yeah, there are there are things like if you're if you're like I don't know if you if you weigh ninety pounds and you're a little four foot eleven blonde female in India, there are maybe better methods of transport. I'm not saying it's dangerous, but you know there are there are crazy people all over the world. This is the this is the thing, and this is the thing people say to me like. Because I'm I'm too, so you know the people that are on the end of the on the end of the spectrum. That's like, man, everything is dangerous. Oh, I could never do that. Oh no, I could no, that's not for me. Oh no, I'm worried about this. So I'm the other end of the spectrum, which is equally as um, unhealthy. So I'm just like, yeah, no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Be alright. And so, and so people always say, you know, what about if this happens? What about if this this does happen? You know. And it's true. There are crazy people everywhere. There are people that have bad intentions everywhere. But what I mean by everywhere isn't the fact that they're, you know, they're big in numbers. It's the fact that they're, you know, they are everywhere you go. There will be some. They are few in numbers, but they will be there. And yeah, you have to kind of look out for them in a little bit, but you can't let that dominate your thoughts, you know? That's what I think anyway. You can't let that be your, be your thought unless unless there is a stipulation, unless you are on a motorcycle and you're talking about other drivers. In that case, your mindset has to be, all of these people want me dead. <laughs> you know, because, and, and none of these people can see me. Pretend that you got to pretend you're invisible, basically, when you're on a bike, you know. You got to just pretend you're invisible. Like that guy's clearly going to pull out of there. You got to give everyone space. That's just how to ride, you know. But you can't bring that into life. You can't say, well, I can't ever hitchhike because everyone wants to kill me, you know. So hitchhiking, I think, is a lot safer than people think. And again, if you go onto Facebook, 
which I never use. <laughs> but uh, but there's a group, and I can never think of nomads. I can see it in my brain. Nomads, a life of alternative travel. If it's actually called that, I'm going to be well surprised. But yeah, so there's a group called something like that. And they're always talking about hitchhiking. They're always saying, hey, I'm going out hitchhiking from, you know, Berlin to, to Singapore. So, you know, wish me luck. And it's like, those guys, those guys are like me. They don't care, man. They don't care. Just, they know it's going to be fine. They've likely done it before and realized that it's going to be absolutely fine. It's like, you know, when, man, this is a lot of things that I'm going into, but it's like, you know, when you, if you're skydiving or something, the first time you do it or bungee jumping or, or going on a roller coaster, right? First time you do it, or, like, or riding a motorcycle, first time you do it, you go, oh no, oh, I really don't want to do this. Oh no, it's going to be terrible. Oh, I'm so scared. And then you do it and you go, man, let's do that again immediately. Right. I guess that's what it's like with hitchhiking because it's like kind of scary at first, but then you do it and you're like, this is, this is perfect. This is genius. I'm getting from A to B in the fastest possible way, right? Because like, you know, a car is the fastest way, really. Let's, let's be honest, you know? <laughs> getting there in the fastest possible way, it's incredibly cheap. I don't have to hire a car or anything like that. It's warm. This is amazing. I'm meeting new people. Like Everything is good about it. Apart from obviously the the danger that can happen, but that's that's like riding a motorcycle. There's danger there. Riding a bicycle, you know, if if someone has a truck and they want you in that truck, all they have to do is put you in that truck. I don't know why I've got this this vision of this trucker in my brain. There <laughs> you go. There's there's danger in everything, but it's just I think the danger is smaller than people think, man. So let's go to the next one, the penultimate one, which I just touched on is car hire hiring a car now you can see first off you can see the immediate drawbacks of this which is the cost the cost of hiring a car isn't actually as bad as i thought it would be but it's still not the best right <laughs> like say for example in let's think in australia I had a car for a little bit because we were just about to leave the country and I sold my car, but I realized I still needed to get places because I was still working at the time. And so I hired a an Igo Toyota, I think. No, it wasn't. It was a Hyundai i5, potentially. It was a lovely car, lovely car for, you know, one of these new cars. And uh, that was like 25 bucks a day, which like sounds like a lot, but I was working. So it was like, it was kind of factored into the wage, you know, but like... That wasn't too bad. But then if you're traveling, do you want to spend 25 bucks a day just on having a car? Like that seems like a lot, you know, that seems like an awful lot. You wouldn't spend that in fuel a day, you know? And so there is obviously the expense. I also had a car in California and that was, that was good, right? So I was in LA and this was last year, I think. I was in LA and I was getting Ubers everywhere. <laughs> I was getting Ubers everywhere. I guess Uber comes in under public transport as well, does it? I suppose so. Yeah, it's like a taxi. So I was getting Ubers everywhere, right? And Because that's what you do in LA, right? But I was getting so many that it was costing a lot, right? And I knew that I had to then get on a flight to go to San Francisco later on in that week. So I was like, okay, right, here's the plan. Instead of getting Ubers everywhere and paying loads and then, get, and then buying a flight, what I'm going to do is I'm going to hire a car. I'm going to hire a car and then drive myself around LA not have to pay Uber costs. And then I'm going to drive to San Francisco from LA and then drive back. And that's going to be my plan. <laughs> and I did it. And I mean, so the flight cost was like, 
what was it? Like 150 bucks return, something like that, because I was buying it super late. But then the cost to hire the car for like a full week was like 120. So <laughs> even if I didn't take the Ubers, I was already saving all that money on the flight. So it was it was saving on the public transport in a sense, you know? So I don't know, maybe that could happen a lot depending on where you're going, how far you're going and stuff. If you're using public transport, maybe hiring a car would be cheaper. That's something me and Sean were talking about too. And you have that added freedom factor. You have that added factor that comes in with the bike and everything like that, the bicycle, right? You have that factor of you can go anywhere. You can ride off into the desert or drive off. There you go. Forgot the, the verb when you're in a car. You can drive off into the desert, right? You can do whatever you want. You're in a car. You can sleep in a car. There you go. There's a benefit of it. So this is what we did back in Australia, right? Me and my ex and, uh, and her sister, we, um, we only had a car, actually. So this is a story I'm going to go into, right? <sighs> Got to take some breaths, man. I need like a breathing break in this, man. <laughs> so we had a car. It was a uh, Holden Commodore, right? V6. 3.6 liter. Very nice. Right? 1997. And so we had this Commodore, right? And that was all we had because we got to Australia and we had a thousand bucks, right? A thousand bucks. So I bought a car, 900 bucks. <laughs> and then <laughs> that's that other hundred bucks went somewhere, right? And so we had, I've said this story a bunch of times, but we had no money, no cash, no cards, no, we had phones, but they, they obviously didn't work because they had no money, right? <laughs> So we had nothing, but we just had a car and enough fuel to make it to the next town or the next city. Or I think it was Cairns, actually. We were on a big trip. And so, uh, and so we slept in a car, man. It's like it can be your method of transport and your hotel, right? <laughs> it's, it, it ain't that bad sleeping in a car, especially in the States, man. Those cars are massive. It's like a you know, two-bed condo in one of those, you know? So... If you wanna if you wanna travel and you have a car, you don't even have to hire it. If you say you live in Texas, like I said before, and you want to go down to Mexico, you can just drive down there, man. Drive down there, sleep in the car, man. That is an easy way to travel. You have that complete freedom that comes with it. You have the cost isn't that high, but you know, bearing in mind that you already have the car because all you're spending on spending is fuel. And if you're sleeping in the car, you ain't spending on accommodation, man. This could be the one. This could be the one. <laughs> If you don't have a car, you can hire it, which obviously ups the cost. Yeah, but that could be the one, man. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. So that also brings me into one that wasn't actually on the list, but I've just reminded myself of it, right? Which is, what's it called? Camper vans, right? Camper vans. This is, this is very similar to the car, except you definitely can sleep in it. It's like a more comfortable car, basically. And so you see this a lot. You see this a lot in Australia, mainly actually you see this a lot over there they got like why can't i talk they got like juicy campers they're those like green and pink ones i think green and pink i don't know no i think i'm just thinking of the uh mystery machine but uh yeah so you've got campers everywhere you can rent them but they they are expensive to hire they are expensive to hire or you can just get a van we've done this as well man have i done all of these methods of travel so we had a van we had a van because i was a Painter and decorator, right? <laughs> Before that, I was a man with van, right? I was a man with van. Think about it. If you get a van, we could be men with van, right? 
So I was a man with a van. And I would uh, I would go around Melbourne. I was the Melbourne man with a van. In fact, oh man. So I just remembered. So, <laughs> so I was a man with a van, right? I had a little Toyota, Toyota Town Ace, right? I was a man with a van. And I went on Gumtree, right? Which is like Craigslist, but in, in Australia. And searched for men with van, right? And they were like 40 bucks an hour. So I was like, right, here we go. This is what we're going to do. So I put myself on, put myself on there, right? Made a little logo, right? Made a little logo with the Van Halen right? logo, right? But changed it, right? Get this? Van Hayden. Yes. Yes, that's right. Van Hayden with the, <laughs> with the Van Halen logo. That's right. Oh, I'm totally going to try and see if that's still on Gumtree, right? But I did that and I was 35 bucks right? instead of 40, right? man i had a full full schedule like my missus was uh was back where we lived in in melbourne this was and uh she would take all the calls and then she i'd get messages through like right so here you go into you're going from collingwood you're going up there to fitzroy and then from there you go in there you know and so i was completely full so i had that van what was my point oh yeah so then one day we took that van and we went to sydney for a bit and because I, uh, I like to do a bit of woodworking as well, I like to do a bit of working with wood, you know, a bit of carpentry, a bit of carpentry like the old Lord, right? <laughs> I love that Jesus was a chippy. Love that. <laughs> chippy is, uh, is English slang for carpenter. I don't know what it is in the States, but Jesus was a chippy. Love that. Anyway, so what was my point again? God damn. <laughs> What was I talking? Oh yeah, so we went to Sydney in this van, right? Because oh yeah, woodworking. So I built like a bed out of it, not out of it, not out of the entire van. In it, there you go. I built, there was a double bed in there, you know. I had all these lights up and stuff like that, sawing all this wood and getting it all there, building a frame, you know. So I built a bed in the back, and we took it to Sydney, and it was amazing because vans are good on fuel. You just take it there, sleep in the back. But we had to leave Sydney early because we were in Sydney. And then she was reading on somewhere that Bruce Springsteen was playing in Melbourne that very night. This is in the morning. This was. So we were like, right, should we? Well, we're definitely going to that. And so we got tickets and then just we uh, drove from Sydney to Melbourne all in the one day. It's quite a long drive. It's not that bad. So what, 10, 10, 12, 15 hours? I don't know. I, I can't remember. Something like that. And so we did that. And then Bruce Springsteen played for four hours. <laughs> it was amazing. So, vans, convert a van. Oh, there's another one. Oh, man. So, in um, season four, five, season four, season four or five, I think, I think five, actually, the a Amy and Matt Lichtfuss. How did I remember that? <laughs> they are currently, I think, traveling in a van. And you can see them at the Traveling Together Journal on uh, on YouTube. And they travel around in their van. They've made a badass van. It's got like solar panels. It's got all this stuff, man. It's absolutely crazy. And hashtag van life, man, that'll get you, that'll get you into that. Van life might actually be the one. I think I'm changing my mind from, uh, from cars now. Van life might be the one. So the final one, the final method of transport, method of travel. Now you may be thinking, I've missed a couple, you know. What about unicycles? What about them? You know what I mean? <laughs> what about one of those Red Bull squirrel suits, you know? And whenever you want to get somewhere, you have to like climb a really tall building and then fly down. 
What about them? The final one. <laughs> the final one is the good old-fashioned motorcycle. <laughs> we all knew it was coming, right? My motorcycle and a switchblade knife. <laughs> yeah, I just quoted Motley Crue. <laughs> anyway, so motorcycle. Why is this the best? Because obviously it is, right? <laughs> so why is it the best, right? So let's go through what we've already been through, right? Plane. <laughs> okay. All right. I, 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 you know, I can see that that's a drawback of motorcycles, right? Planes are, planes are better for long journeys. We'll take planes out of this, right? Public transport, right? You've got public transport. Well, when you're on a motorcycle, <laughs> how do motorcycles win over public transport? Oh, yeah. It's the freedom factor. There you go. You can go anywhere. You don't have to be on the bus route. You don't have to be on the tram route, right? And it's cheaper, possibly. <laughs> so, yeah. Bicycle. How does it beat bicycle? Well, it's the same as a bicycle. It's exactly the same. But you can put more stuff on it, right? And... You don't have to pedal. <laughs> You're just there. Obvious, obvious drawback of it can break down, but let's ignore that. Right, walking. How does it beat walking? It's faster. <laughs> you can see how it beats walking. How does it beat hitchhiking? Uh, okay, here's the story of how it beats hitchhiking. When, uh, when Linus was in Barcelona, all right? again, not in a Brazilian accent, when he was in Barcelona, right, he, uh, he, he was on the side of the road for like, five six hours something like that trying to get like with his little sign trying to get a uh i sound like i'm diminishing his sign there with his little sign look at you with your little sign and <laughs> with his sign he was there for like five six hours something like that you don't get that with motorcycles right car hire why does it be car hire <sighs> freedom factor <laughs> you see i'm trying to make this work so <laughs> With motorcycles, when we see cars, we know people in cars as cages. Cages. Because they're in a cage. We describe cars as cages, you see. Because those of you that have been on motorcycles know what I mean. <laughs> you know? If you don't know, now you know. That doesn't fit at all. I just thought I'd <laughs> break out a rap. No, so... <laughs> oh, there's a phrase actually about it. Like... If you, if you ride, you'll know something like that. But it's totally true, right? Whatever the phrase is, it's it's a different thing when you're on a bike than when you're in a car. When you're in a car, it's like, yeah, you got the music on, you got the air conditioning on, you're there, you know, dancing in the moonlight. Oh, hey, oh yeah, go over there. It's like <laughs> that's no fun. <laughs> but when you're on a bike, it's real, man. It's real. <laughs> It's hard to put into words, but if you know, you know, right? So there we go. And the the reason that motorcycle wins out of all of this, <laughs> I'm trying to make it win. The reason it wins out of all of these, which is 80% of the reason, is it's cool. Come on. That's like the biggest reason. It's cool. <laughs> you know, it's like you meet someone, it's like, hey, you know, how are you traveling? I, no one asks that. How are you traveling? Oh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm. I don't know, taking taking the tram. Taking the tram. Oh, cool. Okay. Oh, how are you traveling? Riding my motorcycle. <laughs> cool, you know. <laughs> oh, man, I had a point somewhere along the line. Anyway, let's get us some questions. Let's see what we got here. Right. 
Uh, right. In fact, let's see what time we're on. Because this is one that's quite long, but I don't think I've had a lot of information in it. <laughs> because I haven't been anywhere, man. I haven't been anywhere. I haven't been doing anything. I've been doing work, you know? <laughs> so, right. So I'll only do, maybe I'll just do the one today. Maybe I'll just do the one. Let's see what we got. Messaging. I don't know why, what language that was. Right. Here we are. We have a message from EHJ78. <clears throat> he says, did he? Yeah. He says, Hayden, that's my name. Thanks for the podcast. Ah, oh, no worries, mate. You feel so much more relatable than any of the other, why can't I read, than any of the other blogs slash vloggers I follow. Thank you very much, man. That's, uh, that's really cool. While they might not be trust funders, they all sound like they've never experienced a real day's work in their lives. Man, I, you know, I do actually, I do know what you mean. I do know what you mean. You do obviously have those trust funders. Is like a, is that an American thing? Uh, but I, I know what you mean by that. You know, people that, that are born with the ability to do these things that we work for. <laughs> and so, and I, I know what you mean. It's, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to, Rag on them, bag on them. One of those words. I don't want to bag on them, bag on them, rag on them, bag on them. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to bag on it. I'm going to go with it. I don't want to bag on these guys. I kind of do, but I'm not going <laughs> to. But I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. If you know what I mean. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I do know what you mean. I know what you're saying. I put in, I put in my dues running hotels to take my first half gap year at 38. Man, that's cool. That's cool, man. Because a lot of people, that's wicked. Because a lot of people, they get into that work thing. They get into that work thing and they go, man, this is, this is my life now. This is nine to five. This is, I am my job. I, you know, it's like the old Conor McGregor thing, you know, I am, what did I say last week? I am plumbing. Love that. <laughs> it's like, I am my job. Ah, hello. What do you do? I do a lot of things, mate. You know, you know, what do you do? I'm a plumber. And and then 10 years go by. What do you do? I'm a plumber. You know, who are you? I'm a plumber. And so <laughs> I know what you mean. And to, to, to do that, to have a, a half gap year, as you say, at 38, that's awesome. That's awesome. He says, I don't want to sound like a millennial yuppie saying it changed. Well, yuppie is a great word. Yuppie is an awesome. It's like, uh, I, I always think of yuppies as, um, what is it? Uh, American Psycho with Patrick Bateman. <laughs> Love that. Love that. And actually, I'm going to go way off topic again here. I am incredibly sorry. But we filmed a video on my last, uh, my last, what was it? My last gig with my old band in, uh, in Australia. We were on tour in Canberra and we filmed a, a, a sketch, a skit where I was Hayden Bateman. <laughs> and so, and it got the music on there and everything. And it's like, uh, Oh, it's just so funny, man. It's just me there with, holding a bass, you know, just playing it really softly. And then there's a voiceover that Jake, our singer, did. And he's like, uh, to warm up for the gig, I, I play the Phrygian dominant scale on my ruby red <laughs> P bass with gold pick guard. I can do a thousand now. <laughs> it's awesome. If you want to check that out, which you should, go to, uh, on Facebook, search Lazarus Mode. That's my old band, right? And go into the videos. And I think it's called Farewell Hayden, I think. But you got to check that out, man. It's so funny. But anyway, that was all just from the word yuppie. So <laughs> I don't want to sound like millennial yuppie saying that it changed my life, but I now work in an Amazon warehouse where I have no stress and lots of time off by American standards anyway. That's awesome, man. That's the way to do it, man. Lots of like if you if you have to have a job, <laughs> which 
obviously there's a debate about that, but <laughs> is there? But if you have to have a job and it's not something that you enjoy doing, then what you want is for it to be no stress, obviously, and lots of time off. That's like perfect, <laughs> you know, because you just go there, you clock in, you do your stuff, you come out and you live, man. You know what I mean? That's, 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 a, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Anyway, thanks for inspiring my thanks for inspiring my drive into work, Earl. Mate, no problem whatsoever, mate. No problem. I love that. Notice I've got more working class now. Mate, mate, no problem at all, Maka. No no worries, mate. So <laughs> Yeah, no worries, man. I uh I enjoy it. I like that. I like that. If you ever find yourself in Europe or I think next year I'll be in Brazil. In fact, I'm coming to the States. Oh, I should probably say that to listeners in the States. So in July, I'm going to be, I'm going to be, <laughs> this is where you find out I don't know my American geography. I'm going to be <laughs> in Ohio. I'll be in Columbus, I believe, for a little bit. But then from there, we're driving to, what's the place Rocky's from? Philadelphia. There you go. We're going to Philadelphia. So if you're around any of those places, if you live in Philly, you know, West Philadelphia, perhaps you were born and raised there, right? Perhaps most of your days, you spend it on the playground, right? You know, chilling, you know, maxing, relaxing. It's all cool, really. It's all cool, you know? I'm not going to go on. <laughs> what was my point? <laughs> Yeah, so if you're in those places, then uh, let me know and we should hang out. <laughs> right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end this. If you have questions or even if you don't and you just want to comment on how I should stick on topic, <laughs> then it's Instagram at Backpack Digital. If you do not have Instagram, right? If you do not have Instagram, then you can just call me, man. I'm just in this place by myself, hanging out, doing work. So give me a call or give me a text. Or a WhatsApp if you're European. I recently learned that Americans don't really do WhatsApp. But it is plus 44 7745 That's it. Cool. Right. Looking forward to hearing from you next week. In fact, yeah, let me know what you'd like to hear next week. Because I'm liking doing these kind of themed things there's not a lot going on right now so let me know what theme you want what topic you want right i will do what you want me to do <laughs> right let me know i'll speak to you guys next week you have a good one